Hey there. Ever wonder what happens to all those amazing screenplays that never make it to the big screen? Wonder no more. Welcome to Table Read Podcast, where we bring those undiscovered gems to life. Picture this. Talented actors giving incredible performances with the occasional laugh or blooper thrown in, produced by award-winning pros. From drama to comedy, TV pilots to feature films, there's something for everyone. And guess what? We release new episodes every week, so don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Table Read Podcast, where great stories finally get their chance to shine. Hi, this is Stephanie Megan. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Therapy is too expensive. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. It's relatable on all friends. It's just being my friend in general. Testing, testing. 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 Guess who's back? (laughs) 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 I've been working working on that on the ride here. I was like, let me do like an evil laugh. And then I was like thinking of the movie... um, the Emperor's New Groove, and where she's like, it's Eartha Kitt, I think, voices it, and she's I'm like, I'm not good at remembering. The lever. Oh. <laughs> and she's Ooh, like, the lever. <laughs> wrong lever. <laughs> and I was like, let me be this bitch, bro. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Well, I guess oh. we'll just begin. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> Stop. Sorry. Okay. 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 Rewind. Rewind. Hi, guys. It's <laughs> No, do it again. Okay, okay, okay. Hi, guys. Now I feel really awkward. Hi, guys. It's me, Stephanie Megan, your host of Brocal Therapy. Guess the fuck what? What? Guess who's here? Ooh. It's motherfucking Rose. Ooh. I'm back. Now insert evil laugh. <laughs> Only one person's stress that I'm on this podcast right now. <laughs> like I feel like everyone else that like everyone's super excited, but you know. Dude, okay, you want to hear something weird? Yeah. How many people that I used to teach, like high school kids I used to teach that have hit me up and been like, "I found you on TikTok, Miss Rose." And I'm like, "What? Are you serious?" Yes, students, former students of mine have like hit me up on Instagram and stuff like that. They're like, "You're on TikTok." I'm like, I don't even have a TikTok. You're like, what the fuck is a TikTok? I, honestly, I was like, is that like a whack-ass TikTok? You know what I mean? Like off-brand or something like that? Like a TikTok? But like, no, I like, they've literally been like, you're like on, I can use your voice. And it's like the snippet of like <laughs> dry humping and like, <laughs> like. Keep in mind, these are people I used to teach poetry period to. period sex. These are my former students. Okay. So these are people that I used to like. Tell that they were the future. Right, you know? right, and right. That You were, like, matters. their adult, like, yeah, teacher. I was their teacher. I do have, a like, a weird memory of, like, finding out how the sex education was going on at that high school. And then they were, like, asking me questions, and I was like, none of that is real. And I, like, remember having to, like, be like, okay, we're not going to learn about sonnets today. We're going to learn about, like, what a condom actually does. And it was a very weird. So I guess they're you not You would be the surprised. best teacher. I would love to have you as a teacher. Thanks. Yeah. I miss being a teacher. It was fun, actually. Yeah. Why did you stop? Um, It doesn't pay enough. <laughs> then again, I'm a screenwriter, so it's not <laughs> like that pays a lot either. But, no, it just, like... 
I mean, I really miss it. And part of me has always been, I was only a teaching artist. So mm. I, I didn't have like a full load. I worked like three days out of the week. Yeah. Um, but if I've always wanted to go back to school to get a teaching's degree and like, cause I just it. love it. I think it's important, you know? Right. But yeah. So like my former students were like, oh shit, Miss Rose, you're so cool. And I'm like, you're hey. on TikTok. I'm talking about period sex. <laughs> talking about how drawing something makes you feel uncomfortable. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it still like, does. That, that's me. That's me. To this day. Well, I have you here because I really want to talk to you about something. It's, I don't know what we're going to call this episode yet, but I guess the importance of friendship and yes. the friendship boundaries in a relationship yeah because it is a bit of a controversy <laughs> that you're on the podcast right now Bro. and honestly okay sorry rewind it's been yes. a year since it's been, been a year since i've been on literally my a phone year i know my phone on august 4th gave me a little memory that was like august 4th silver lake and like had a photo of you and i was like what that was a year ago i can't believe that was a year ago yeah i know it's really weird so much has changed a lot like so much like i missed 2019 i mean i missed 2016 like you know what i mean like i mean people are like i miss there's so many whack-ass years that i'm like no nah, i miss that i would go back i will do my senior year of high school over again i would not you would live in 2020 after okay no would i would you live rather? in 2019 again when i was you know in a relationship with him those were fun times yeah, okay that's I was, okay it was yeah. fun times yes before like the pandemic before he moved you know oh i thought you were talking about you mean covid pandemic not the relationship that no became yeah, a yeah, pandemic. yeah yeah right yeah. right right right, right. <laughs> okay, okay cool 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 just 2020 <laughs> in general i mean yes i do i feel like everyone misses it but it, i have to say though the like 35 percent of me that is an introvert is like now probably no joke maybe 50 percent. like i'm just like kind of loving yeah the solo nature of it but still I think because it's summer, I just really miss doing shit. I miss doing shit because especially when you're going through a breakup. You need distractions. Yeah. And it's been so hard to be like, you know, keeping yourself. Bi but like I'm like locked in on my box. Like yeah. I'm working. If I'm not working, maybe I'm doing the show, which right now is like, okay, this is the fun part. But I have to go home and I have to edit and cry. It's like, jeez. I mean, I'm happy. I'm Bless! Don't get me wrong. You just become like a lifetime original movie, and you're just like, and, 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 and you're just, just I'm always crying ever that's since okay. the breakup. I think you know that's amazing, though. That's yeah. good. Yeah, it's when you stop crying that it's bad for them, but good for you. You right. know, because now you've like, I always imagine, actually I stole this metaphor from my I mom. love that we're like all over the place. Yeah, I know. We'll get to the friend <laughs> we'll get, thing. We'll get, we'll get but to this it. is the importance Th of a friend. Is, this, yeah, that we're getting to it. when you cry, you're kind of like in a weird way building a shell around you. And you're like, the shell is uh, kind of like being built from like your sadness or whatever. And then when it encloses over you, you're like, oh, now I'm protected. Mm. So you have to like literally detox it out of your body and just like cry it out. That's exactly what it feels like. It feels yeah. like a detox. And I mean, I guess it's a good thing that I don't have so many distractions because, you know, me, the old me, the old homie would have mm -hmm. gotten my thigh high boots on, which I mean, I have here today, but I would have gotten it on hoop earrings, a bottle of tequila, chugging at it. Ooh. And then go into the Virgil. Uh, I was at the Virgil for the last day. My really? friend Alyssa and I literally went to the Virgil on the last day. And Jedi was like, yeah, that was the last day that I like DJed. And I was like, shout out to DJ Jedi. Shout out to DJ Jedi. Which is like, you know, freaking six months ago. But yeah, right. no, the old G would have been like out. I would have already out. made out with somebody for sure. Oh, God. Yes. That's a that's a fun way to get over someone sometimes. Yeah. 
But now it's like obviously due to the you know circumstances of the world, I have to be more careful. Right, like chlamydia wasn't scary enough. Right like now we got COVID. Right, exactly. Like, I'm great. like, fuck, damn it, <laughs> it's not good. But yes. But also, I think besides the fact, I think that I'm also at a place where I'm like ready for you know commitment and to mm. settle down. So I'm not trying to like be back in my old ways. I'm trying to cut that fucking curse because we're trying to do better. Right. We're trying to find something long term. So I can't just be like jumping from one dude to another and just be hoeing, you know? Like yeah. I gotta, gotta be careful. Yeah, you gotta like, you gotta, you know, retire that jersey after a while. You know what I mean? Like you've been there, done that. Right. And like think about it fondly. Right. But sometimes. But I don't even think about it. I'm just kind of like, okay, that was a time and that was kind of depressing. You don't think about it fondly? <laughs> you don't like revenue? I was not a good hoe. Oh my God. I was not, you were a great hoe. I was Thank not you. a good hoe. Like I was, <laughs> let's be real. Like I wasn't. There's episodes about it. I was not good at it. No, that's, I mean, but that, okay. I but was like, fine getting orgasms and yada, yada, but I'm like, okay. But like, you know, I think of the, all the shit that would ha- unravel with like mm. emotions and feelings and shit. And I'm like, you know, it's just, I'm over it. So yeah, I get that. Yeah. But anyway, back to friendships. Friendships. But like, that's what, okay. But this is like really important in your current situation as well as COVID is like staying in contact with homies. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like the idea of like checking with people that you haven't checked in. And I've like realized that in particular where I'm like finding myself being like, holy shit. Like I, there are some friends that I haven't talked to since like high school that like I miss and I've reached out to. And I don't think I would have if I didn't have this like moment of peace and right. like weird like loneliness right but um but it's a strange and everyone's at home too so you're just kind of like this is the time to just randomly facetime this person and see what's up yeah and see how they're doing and it's like kind of it's been really nice and then like on top of like you know i'm already in a long distance relationship so i know how to deal with distance in general with people Mm. that you care about Mm. so that's been really easy i feel like for me because i have that advantage but with friendships especially you know, in your situation, like those are really needed. Like your homegirls will like get you through and your, you know, home gays, let's be honest. <laughs> home whoever will get you through like these really tough times. And homeboys. I've had some homeboys home that I've, yes, I've called. Like I, I called Quay the other day, my friend Quay. I called him crying. <laughs> Oh my god, I love that! Oh my god, I love that. Whenever uh, my friends call me crying, I'm like, I'm so honored. You chose yeah. me. Let me be there for you. I know you. he was busy too. Like he was just like he was, you know, at home doing something. There was a bunch of people there, and he was just like, I- I'm gonna step outside. And I was just like, Quay, why? And he was just like, it's cool. Like, He's like you know, breathe. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so take it, a moment. I, I I called everyone crying that. day. Oh, it's okay. It was it was a tough one, but it's fine. It's, it's good, good though. We're here. We are here. Yeah. Are we gonna address why we're talking about friendship? On <laughs> Just this get into podcast? it. Yeah. I mean, on the breakup episode, mm-hmm. I spilled the tea on you know. Um, Let's just call it iced tea. Like there was nothing hot about it. That was no. some ice. Like what the some random right. ass tea. Yeah. That. You were the cause of my breakup. And here's the thing. We're going to play devil's advocate here, right? Okay. Um, he was at a point where he was just like, he felt like I would pick my friends over him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you came on the show. You said your opinions. Um, and, I mean, what your opinions, I think, to me, were came from a good place, mm-hmm. you know? And so, but, of course... You know why he didn't like it. We won't get into that. But like. <laughs> I mean, okay. But I, but I, I don't know why he didn't like it. But. 
that's just because I'm heartless but sometimes. But it just, it just makes me think, right? Because I think when we date, here's the thing. We've all been there. We've all been the friend mm-hmm. that has nurtured our friend when they're going through a breakup or maybe a fight through their friendship, you know? And then, like, we're just like, damn, he really did that? What a fucking asshole. But then they, like, get back with them. <laughs> <laughs> or like they're okay as, of like oh this friend doesn't like your man so it's kind of like this this kind of boundary of trying to be a good friend but tell tell her that like yo your man's whack mm-hmm. without crossing the boundaries because she could eventually go back to him mm-hmm. you know and it's just and it's a weird in a weird way and I've been guilty of being on both sides mm. where you're taking that friend on the roller coaster with you yes and I felt like I did that I I I feel like you did that too but it, I I was ready though you know what I mean like right. there was consent in there where I was like okay girl I'm going with you on right this. because that's the thing like you're that friend you're that like <laughs> that's ride or die which is amazing loyal but shit asshole. like I yeah and you're loyal as fuck and for me it's like he was the first like I guess, serious relationship I've been in in a while before that. Like, I just, I can find in my friends. Like, my friends are, like, my family. Like, I mean, mean, my friends are on the show. You know what I mean? Like, they're really, really important to me. They're your community. My community, you know? So, I take everything you guys say to heart because I care about what you guys say, Mm -hmm. you know? And then I get into a relationship and, okay, so I guess we'll tell the story of what happened at the Virgil. (laughs) Shall we? Because I want everyone to keep in mind, everyone. Sidebar, side Sidebar, note. Yes. I don't drink. I've never been drunk in my entire life. I have been sober my entire life, but I do not remember what I said to this man. And here's and also I think another, I had a Red Bull that night. And another sidebar too, um, I because I, I am kind of worried about putting this up because I just don't want to continue any drama with him, you know. And it doesn't yeah. matter because it's over. But this isn't about bashing him. It's just no. The, being the friend in when your friends in a you know complicated relationship. Yeah, because it's like you know if you were to call me and be like we don't mess with Nicole anymore, I'd be like I don't give a fuck what You're Nicole that did. But okay, let's not. So right. it was like this situation. But you know what's crazy? He's also like that too, and I think that's why. Wow. I think that's why it clashed because I'm someone like I will have your back, but I I won't go as like you know I'm not gonna like pull up and go up, up to him at a bar and be like, go to his face and be like, why you see, like, you heard you single. Okay, that's what, you know I, what I said. Mean? I did yeah. say that. I did go up to him and go, hmm, I heard you're single now. Because I'm bold. You're I also bold. don't yeah. care. Yeah. In the yeah. sense of like, this is going to sound really crass and upsetting, but I don't care about his feelings. I only right. care about your feelings. And he's the same way too. So Word. for him, because I feel like, I, I know that you're like this in a relationship too. If someone has said something negative about your man or it comes out your man it's a certain way like you'd be like oh hell no you drop a per- you don't care you know what I mean you're like no this is my relationship this is my person for me like I feel like I wish I was like that you know mm. but just my personality is like let's just all be friends okay wait like I'm a people pleaser you know yes however first off 
Shout out to Rachel. I've been <laughs> wanting to do this the whole podcast. I love Rachel. And yes. the weirdest thing is that Rachel and I have never actually met. Never met. You thought we, you met her. I thought <laughs> I met her because I thought her. I met her in my dreams. Let's be honest because I adore her so much. But like she, she loves you. She loves I you. I love so, her. Yeah. We follow each other on Instagram. And I'm just like, you're so cute. And like I, her style. And I'm like, oh my God, I love you. And your little bathing suits and pop strings. I just adore <laughs> this bitch. She's amazing. But she was the ideal person for you to do that podcast with. Right. Because she is so level-headed. She's like me. We're both. We're better like let's just let's just calm yes. the storm let's tame it and she's <laughs> also like you know her reactions were like very like um like she's like such a really good therapist right, because right. she's so she comes from such a I love her so, i know i adore her she, when what she said about like what i said on the sides podcast i went back and listened to it and like she was right like you what i was saying wasn't a lie but I couldn't tell in my own like loyalty and like aggression that you weren't necessarily ready to hear it. You know what I mean? But you defended him. You like through and through you were there for him. So you did support him. And I think that even stings me more because, you know, hearing the podcast and like how he didn't really, he wasn't 100, but like you did, you didn't say anything that you defended your man. You did what you were supposed to do and you defended your man on that podcast. Right. But I think, I think it's not just how I went about the conversation. It's the fact that I put up the conversation. True. But then you also brought up another good point with Rachel, which is when you date me, you also kind of low key date this podcast. Right. Right. And like, that's not, that's a yeah. really tricky, tricky situation. Oh, tell me about it. Cause it's good. <laughs> I got to find me a right one to be right? able to deal with it. Because like, oh. you know, I've, I, yeah. I've had this conversation with like my boyfriend, like Moscow is a very private person and you know, he like never had issues with the podcast, but he was like, you know, like I'm private and I, I, you know, I, I talk about the relationship on here, but he's not as public of a persona as I am. And we had to like talk about that and compromise more my on my side of being like, what is acceptable to say and what's not acceptable to say. But he knows when he goes out with me, like, I'm going to be loud and goofy. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he, he knows, knows what he signed up he for. He knows what he signed up for and he's yeah. entertained by it. And even when it irritates him, he still like chuckles and is yeah. like, that's my boo. But I think with me and Morgan, it was like, we both kind of knew what we signed up for, right? But mm -hmm. we were just kind of hoping for the best. So just as much as he knew what he signed up for me, I kind of knew what he signed up for him, with him, with his situation. Fair. You know, so I think, so I kind of get where he's coming from in a sense of like, we just really loved each other. And it just, and honestly, I'll give him credit. Like he really, I could tell there were a lot of times he really just tried so hard to like, just accept it, you know? Right. And, um, and it just, he just cracked. And it was just like, yeah. I can't do this. And I think, you know, maybe because also the show doing better probably didn't help, you know, because Fair. now there's more, more exposure. And he's definitely someone who's super private and doesn't want his business out there. And, you know, not everyone's like that. So I, I'll give him credit that he did try. It just, he just was like, I can't. But with knowing what you signed up for, though, don't you think there was maybe an element that you, th both of you thought you could change the other person, yeah. though? You know what I mean? Like, oh, I know what I signed up for, but, like, this person can change. Like, you knew what you signed up for. Yeah, I thought maybe it would just be different. Yeah, I don't know. Mm -hmm. It just, because it wasn't like, let me change him. I wasn't going here, like, let me change him. I just thought, like, you know, maybe we really care for each other. I'm, I'm willing to go for it to see if he could make this work. If he could, like, 
be loyal, Mm -hmm. you know, like it was worth the risk for me at that time. And I think that's kind of where he was too, where he was like, I know what I'm signing up for, but let me just see how she goes about it. Let's see if this is worth it. Let me, let me see if I could do this, you know, and then (laughs) there we go. (laughs) Then you have a bold ass friend named Rose. Yeah. So, okay, let's go back to what happened at the Virgil. It always is the Virgil. It's always the fucking Virgil. Like every episode, we always Always mention the the Virgil. Virgil. Remember that weird guy who was like trying, he was like Frankie. Cesar. Cesar. That's right. Cesar. (laughs) That was the, that was the Virgil With his baby mama. With his baby mama. I was like, are you going to bring her to the party with us? He was like, maybe. He would be like. Anyway, was, so yeah, the Virgil, the Virgil. So I was there with Morgan. We, you know, we just just having a good time, Gyrating, I, kicking. I it. mean, me and Morgan are not sober. We we had a lot to drink that night, mm-hmm. and we run into Rose, and I'm like so excited. I'm like Rose, you know. And then this is like pretty. This is pretty soon after that episode. Yes. Yeah. Pretty soon after this, because that was the first time I heard that he was not with Homegirl anymore. Right, was right. literally on that podcast, and I just remember being like, huh? What? what? Yeah, so. Swinkies. So you, you know, um, you went up to him, and you were like, you were literally in his face. Was I in his face? It was pretty Jesus close. Christ. It was pretty close. And you were like, I heard you're single. And I then, would. I would. I would yeah. be a bold ass bitch and be and like, like, yo, son, I heard you single now. Like, I'm going to do something. You, Look at me. I'm no, I'm so, I have no upper body strength. I tried to do a pull up at Moscow's house and I like literally strained. I was like, I can't do it. No, I have no upper body strength. I ain't going to do shit. I know. But you were just like in his face. And I, I and I know your sense of humor, too. So I know that you were just kind of like you were being a really good friend, but you're also just just fucking with him, you know? <laughs> yeah, it is what it is and uh, my dumbass was drunk as shit and he just came out with a new song so i was like oh you've heard his single <laughs> i was like she heard your she heard your single and then he was like what so he was hella confused like why are you in my face and you heard my song i'm like and then i think it kind of clicked and then his homeboy was kind of like yo like kind of went to you like why would you? Well, yeah, but the part that I do remember is I was like, "Yo, I heard you're single," and then when you were talking about his music, I like stepped back and I was like, "You kind of looked hell? at me I like, was like, looked at you like, okay, this is not how I planned it in my head." <laughs> but then I realized that I was like, "Oh, you're a little tipsy, so you're enjoying your time." So then I just like went back to him and I was like, "So how are you enjoying your night?" Like I was like, "Okay, that joke didn't land." Right. And so then I went to continue to try to have a conversation with him, not knowing that in that moment it clicked in his head and his homie's head what I was saying. And then his homie was like, why are you stepping him to like that? And I was like, excuse me, sir. Uh, Why are you stepping to me like this? Like this aggression that came out of nowhere. Yeah, then you walked away because you're like, okay, I'm not dealing with that. Yeah. And then for me, I'm the person that tries to like calm the storm. So I like run to you after. I'm like, oh, I just thought, I don't know what I honestly don't even know what I said. Well, you were just like, oh, I thought you meant his music. Like, how are you? You have to be back on the pod. Like we were just like catching up in that like 30 seconds. Yeah. I was just trying to make it like, okay, we're good. And then I went back to him. While Eeyore was in the corner, just like (laughs) mean mugging me. And and, like, you know, and I told him to have a good night. I was like, okay, this was awkward. I'm sorry. Have a good night, you know, and kept it pushing. Right. Because again, um, I'm sorry, I don't care about him. You don't, yeah. And, like, that's why I think it's so weird that I affected him so much. I think it was more just, you know, that I, as his girl, didn't fully just like, you know, because th- how he explained to me is like, if someone did that to me, he would drop them in a heartbeat. And I could see that him being that type of person, because you're even that type of person, you know, where yeah. it's like, if if you made... You know, if I made your man uncomfortable, like, 
you know, you'd probably be like, all right, Steph, I don't want to, you know, you're really trying to cross like the boundaries and stuff. And like, again, like I was like, I know your sense of humor. So I know you were trying to be Mm -hmm. funny and I was trying to explain that to him. But I think he just was really offended that I wasn't like having his back. I was still considering to be your friend. But you do have his back. That's the thing that I just don't also get. And yes, I definitely am in that boat where it's like, if that happened, but then I feel like as a friend, I would have come to you and been like, Hey, like girl, that like, come on, what was that? You know what I mean? In a loving situation. Now I understand why you didn't come to me because you were like, it's not that big of a deal. It's totally fine. Not realizing that it was like festering inside of him. Right. And that I like really struck a nerve. And like, let's be honest, I could have been anyone. You know what I mean? It could right. have been fill in the blank right. friend. It could have been. This. Yeah, exactly. It just, it, it wasn't you specifically. No. Yeah. So it, I don't think it was like, because honestly, I feel like if, if everything was good, y'all would have probably really kicked it. Honestly. I mean, I thought he was funny. I liked his music. We would like have our <laughs> one little, like little jokes with each other and stuff. Yeah. Like, like y'all have like, we had like a weird sense of humor and like could like make funny things. Right, And he's and funny, you know? So it's like, yeah, I, I was like, oh, but I feel like y'all could really get along, but it just didn't happen that way. So I felt like being the person in between where, you know, I really value my friendship, but I also, you know, obviously yeah. want to, that's a hard situation. It's boo. a hard situation. I think that like it, it it was it was difficult and I and to me I felt like I started questioning like my loyalty. I was like what's cuz I even like my mom's even made a comment to me like saying like you, you know, um would do anything for your friends, but you wouldn't do anything for me. Well, that's another situation. I was going to be like, that's a really that's another heavy, situation. But we, that's, oh boy. Man, might that be another episode. Wow. That wow, just that cleared a room just plot now. Plot twist. <laughs> but like, plot I, twist. But like, but, but sometimes. Like, but my, fa- like my friends to me mean so much. They so are your family. Like they They're are your my chosen family. family. Exactly. So, and so it was kind of like that moment where I'm like, oh, okay. I don't, I don't really know how to like, because I don't want to stop being friends with Rose. Like mm-hmm. I care about my friendship with her like I love hanging out with her like it's it's Rose I love Rose and like obviously I you know love Morgan too so I was like how do I make this work so but it what it really came down to was just you know I, I don't know I, I also didn't know any of this until no. I heard the podcast so I don't want people like coming no, I at called me. you before I called yes, you that's before. true but I like called you, you called but like that was the day you had filmed the podcast. Yeah. And you even said in the podcast, you were like, oh, I should probably call Rose after this episode. But like, I don't want people to think that like, I knew any of this. No, you I didn't nothing. know that I struck but such I, a raw I nerve. Think, I think for me though, what I should have done is I should have, I should have reached out to you before any of this went down. But I get why you didn't. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, just because I know you as a person and how you process shit, like, I get why you didn't. And I'm not mad at you that you didn't. Right. I'm just, let's be honest, I laughed the first <laughs> time you told me. I was like, wait, whoa, that man is giving me way too much power right now. I was like, you kidding? I think that was another thing, too, is, like, I didn't want to, like, go to you and be like, oh, you're, like, an issue between me and my man. You know what I mean? Where I, I didn't want to make that, like, a more of an issue. I didn't want to expose that, mm-hmm. you know, because I just thought maybe... Like, I honestly just thought, like, honestly, like, I wanted you on the show because I also wanted to show him, like, I'm, I'm not going to have her on just to bash you. And I feel. Well, okay. But, here's but like, I was, I was like, we could talk about anything. We could talk about fucking bricks and it'd be a good ass time. Like, you know it. My TikTok like, be knowing it. it okay? is a guy, I mean, now we're talking about him because I think we haven't seen each other in a while. It's like, we've, yeah. we've had plenty of conversations already that kind of like mended this and talked about this and all that stuff. But. 
and you know and i brought it up so it's kind of like i just want to yes but and it, i think it's important because a lot of is. people go through this and i think it's also really important for anyone who is in being in your situation was probably the hardest like literally yeah. that's the hardest situation yeah him then putting you in that situation is more difficult and kind of mean you know what i mean right but I also get where he's coming from in certain situations where I've done that in my past relationships where like someone has disrespected me for dating someone and then me being like, defend me. But then I'm also realizing like that person was there before you, they're going to be there after me. So yeah. I need to respect that element and right. like just accept it for what it is. And that was the thing too, is like, I, I care so much about my friendship because Men could always leave. And if yeah. I just continue to just, like, separate myself from my friends and just be with this man, like, like my friends are, like, my fucking... Like, Your rocks. My rocks. Yeah. You know? So it's... I don't know. But just like what Spice Girls says, if you want to be my lover, you got to get, get with, with my, my friends. friends. <laughs> that was such a weird line because I was like, do they mean, like, physically I know, get like, with do them? They have to or, fuck like, my friends? The, yeah, no. like, get in the crew? Like, I'm... Uh, right, right. Spice Girls were like, they... Oh, God, poetry. You know what right. I mean? Like, you had to exactly. dissect that shit. <laughs> but, okay, but I... All steps aside, my whole point of view about him and for him was to be like, I know him. I've dated guys like him. I am team Stephanie. No one else's team. Yeah. You know? Just like how his friends are team Morgan, and that's why they stepped up when, you know. Yeah, that's why his friend came to me, and which, by the way, that's a loyal-ass friend. Okay. Exactly. Come through for random friend because outside the Virgil. Because that's what you're doing for me, too, is like a fucking, and I'm over here like, everyone. Here we are, me and him looking at each other and being like, we but have I, felt, res I respect but you. But I felt guilty, though, because I felt like I put you guys in that position. That was another thing I was No, let's struggling. be honest. I went up to him. <laughs> you didn't put me in no situation. Like, I caused that drama. As I always say, I don't like drama. I'm just dramatic. Okay? And that's definitely a situation yeah, where Yeah, but I, I feel like, you know, it was, like, right after that episode, and it was very, you It know, was a raw nerve, it was, and I was being bold as <laughs> fuck. I was like, I don't care. Yeah, like, you are that friend. You and Joffre are very similar in that sense, where I'm yeah. like, I need to pull up. Oh, my God. Maybe it's, like, something in the pull. water at Garfield High School. Like, me and Jaffer are from <laughs> oh, the yeah, same hometown. So, like, maybe there's something about Garfield High School. Girls being like, nah, uh-uh. We're going to handle this right now. Right, right. But you got to be about it. If you're not going to – you know what I mean? And that's the thing is I was saying so many true things on that podcast that upset him because, as we learned, we're very true. Right. You know, and we're unfortunate. And, like, you know, you got hurt. And that's, like, a thing that, honestly, I even think he's mad about, too. Like, yeah. the fact that you got hurt and at all is heartbreaking to everyone involved. And I mean, he did say to me, he was like, you know what? He did say to me the last time we spoke, he was like, it's actually really beautiful to see all your friends really have your back and you have so much love around you. See, okay, again, like, bro, Tyra Banks, I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. <laughs> right. But in that moment, there were so many things where I realized, that, you know, and after listening to that podcast and giving it time, which was a podcast we recorded a year ago. Literally. Literally a year ago, almost to the day, <laughs> I just realized that I was like, you weren't ready to hear that. And that's true about so many times that when f your friends are mm. going through something really rough that you've also gone through, you have to be like, oh, yeah, they're not ready. And that's right. okay. Right. Yeah. But you got to let them go through it by themselves, which is even harder to watch. It is. Because I even, you know, yeah. Like, I even when I watch my friends go through heartbreak, I'm like, I swear. Like, I say all the cliche shit, right? We always mm -hmm. say all the shit that we hear, like, in every fucking show, podcast, whatever. Like, we tell them all the cliche shit. But it's all true. Yeah. And it's just like, you could tell it. They're still dealing with 
the pain, but it's just, it takes time. They have to do it to themselves. They have to process it themselves. So it was, you know. It's like when, like, when I used to nanny and I would watch a little kid, like, run around the, like, playground and I would be like, they're going to fall, they're going to fall, but I can't stop them. And then they fall and then they're like, they, like, cry. Right. And then I'm like, okay, dust yourself off. And I think there's even friends, I've came across friends who will, like, be pissed at a friend for making the decisions or going, you know, dating a certain guy to be like, wow, I can't believe you would date someone like that. So you I have know? a theory about those friends. What? Those friends are the people. So explain further. Okay. So with watching what was happening with you and Morgan, it's like I dated guys like that. So I'm like, I know all those signs. I know where all that comes from. But then when you have one that comes from it from an angry perspective, it's because they were the female Morgan at some point. You know what I mean? Instead yeah. of like, I w- came across that person in my life. I'm actually am that person sometimes because it's that whole insecurity and aggression. Mm-hmm. Kind of like when he was like, why are you looking at other dudes? It's like, it's that insecurity that we, we all have. Right. But when it comes from a place of anger, that means you're so pr- processing something that you're kind of low key embarrassed by. Right. And so yeah. I feel like when friends that come from it angrily, you're like, oh, Who'd you do this to? Like, right. why do you know this? So like, why well? do you care so much? Or those friends who would be like, who'd be like, don't come to me if he breaks your heart. Okay, but that girl's not a friend. I know. I'm not saying there's any friends I have right now, but like, you know, when you, I feel like but those like, people, yes. Right. Anyone listening, right. anyone listening right I've now seen who has friends that like friend? That. Yeah. They're like, well, don't talk to me. Like, oh, I'm so annoyed with your toxic relationship. Like, don't come at me. Like, if, if he breaks your heart again, it's like, Nah, we're Ah. not going to approve of what they're going to do, but we are going to be there. You will be that person, you know, you'll like, yeah, I don't know what I'm saying. No, I get that. I'm not even drunk. I can't even blame it on that. I used to always blame it on my tequila, but there's no tequila. So just like really cold water. That's all we have (laughs) right now. But no, I get that because it's like, okay, it's like that episode of Sex and the City. We're like, you know, freaking Carrie's talking about big again and again and again. And her friends have to stop her and be like, who are you telling this story to? You know what I mean? Instead right. of her friends being like, don't come to us when he breaks its heart. It's like, why are you so obsessing over this? What do you need us to do to help? Right. The friend who's like, don't come to me if he breaks your heart. First of all, that's not a friend. Because right. although it that. frustrates you, you still got to be like, okay, you know, it's fine. Because you, like, we all know that we all know how what's going to happen. We all know how it's going to end, but you have to be supportive of that person. Right. Because if karma comes and all of a sudden you and I trade positions, I can't be an asshole to you about it because you were. I, and, the, and we all go through that. And we all go yeah. through that. It's so common. And so in notions like that, like, and I also get it because I feel like, Do you like science fiction? I'm Carrie Bechet, and if you loved movies like Arrival or Interstellar, then you're going to want to check out my podcast, Hypothetical. On Hypothetical, we tell speculative sci-fi stories interwoven with real science. New episodes every Tuesday, available wherever you get podcasts. We were talking about this, about how, like, when you complain about your ex to your friend, and your friend's like, oh, yeah, fuck him, I don't like him. And then a week later, you make up, and you're like, we're back together, we're fine. Your friend is like... Okay, but you took me on a roller coaster, <laughs> and like I didn't know. Like they go, that's the thing too. Like, is like they kind of go through the relationship with you. So I yeah. felt like I, you know, like I mean, I have this show, so I feel like you guys are definitely going through the relationship with me. But it's just like, yeah, I, I don't know. But it's also, you know, it's being aware of what you can share with us. Like, there's so many conversations that we've had off. Like, that's the other thing about like I don't think he realizes about this podcast in particular is like all the things that you don't say. 
Right. Right. Now, I'm not saying you should be applauded because you did something that's decent, but the idea and notion that there are things that you do keep private that you do, that you yeah. and me just like when we FaceTime, when we text, like yeah, we cried things, earlier. At our we face cried time. earlier. Oh my god, we, we talked a, about feelings and dark thoughts. We it was literally just like both great. were crying on our FaceTime. Yes, calls. it was amazing. I was like, I'm so glad I have a mascara on. Yeah. But like, you know, you have that where that's what it is but then this podcast isn't just for you it's for your listeners and especially now that we know that you're cool on tiktok <laughs> and the, like the youth are listening which by the way i have i really actually believe this generation is going to be like i do like them right i i'm so i love the gen z i love gen z because they're such great shit talkers like did you see that buzzfeed article about like what gen z actually thinks of millennials you told me about this oh my god my favorite one was a girl that was like what's up with millennials being proud of being alcoholics like we get it rose all day and i was like because <gasps> y'all can't drink yet watch till you drink. oh shit that's why they can't drink oh my god wait i just got that yeah. but still okay but i do but I we actually, are obsessed with being alcoholics besides you but then I think maybe that's why I like Gen Z is I'm like, yeah, me either. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm the cool aunt. Like, I can't get drunk. <laughs> like, something like, I like get that. it. But because you have these kids that are like not, and especially with COVID, that are not experiencing these things, they do have this podcast to come back on and have these like life lessons. And, you know, I mean, shit, they could be listening to us and be like, they don't know what you're talking about. And that's fine. Right. But it is something that like, you do like you give and sacrifice a part of yourself for this podcast so Oof. it helps other people a lot yeah and yeah that's why it's therapy boo it is so there's that idea that i think it's skipped across but then also learning though especially with this relationship what you're gonna do in your next one you know what i mean like maybe in your next one you don't talk about whoever you date right off the bat. Or it's going to be a secret for a really long time. Like I, I love that. I think that's so cool. Like he's going to be a secret. Like honestly, like. He'll I, be on the podcast and we won't even know it. No. You know what I mean? Like we will be like, oh my God, this their sexual chemistry is great. They should date. And then like a year later, you're like, this is my boyfriend. Well, that like, was Morgan. <gasps> he came on the show and everyone was like, ooh, there's like chemistry here. And remember he was kind of like, I, I called him Ricky. Like I called him Ricky in that episode. Like yeah. he was private for a little bit. And I was like, I love him. Nice. Everyone needs to know. You know but that like, the, that, I think that was also a weird thing is at, with this show, like when you use the real names, you're kind of like, Ooh, like, like, it's whoa. Just like whoa. <laughs> I mean, I you know, I feel like anyone who knows me knows that like his name's not Moscow, his name's yeah, Anthony. Like everyone can find <laughs> him on Instagram. I post about him all the time because I'm fucking in love and I adore that kid. He's not a kid, he's a grown <laughs> yeah. man. Oh, he's a grown man. Um, but you know, like it's yeah. it's but it's a it's still you're processing what is acceptable and what is not acceptable in this. And the relationship was just like a learning experience, I feel oh, like, yeah. for both of you. 100%. Yeah. He learned a lot. I definitely learned a lot. I, I learned so much more about myself, if anything. Like, yeah. I felt like that was... I'm glad I didn't, you know, stop the relationship early on and, like, ran... I'm so glad I, like, followed my heart. That it ran its course. Yeah, that it ran its course and I followed my heart. Like, I'm so grateful for it. And I, you know... And I even told him that. I was like, I mean, you're fucking shitty what you did to me, but... But I love you, and I'm I'm just thankful for this experience. You yeah. Know, so, and I mean, as your friend, like you were. I mean, I am so sympathetic to the. That was an awkward situation to be put put in. Like no one should have to do. Like it's either you, 
them or me. Right. You know, that's just yeah. an awkward. That's and sorry, hard. I, I picked him in the moment because I was like, I'm just gonna. And on, I here's the thing, I couldn't tell right. because you still texted me. We still acted all things like I wasn't like offended that I wasn't brought onto the podcast. Right. Right. The listeners were, uh, <laughs> but like I wasn't. But I. But here's the thing that I knew in my heart of heart that's what was happening. But I just like I'm not going anywhere. Right. You know, like I knew that this was like hard for both of you guys. And I just was like, as a good friend for Steph, like I'm not I'm I'll still be here like right. when she needs me. Right. And right now it doesn't feel like she needs me and she needs to focus on this relationship and who this man is. And I like I don't know why. Honestly, I don't know why he hates me or like is so has so much animosity towards me. Right. Besides the fact that I was like very truthful. Right. And I think that he thought maybe I was talking about. I like, mean, I don't, I, think he hate, about- I don't think he hates you anymore because obviously he's in a new relationship. He's like moved everything in the past. And he's really good at just like moving the fuck on. So I don't think there's any like hate. Or- and again, yeah, I don't. He couldn't th- move the fuck on when I. Well, he couldn't move the fuck on. <laughs> everything with him and I, him and me, we he just has brushed away. So. But, but then that's the thing that I think is so funny is that in that moment, that man gave me so much power and I mm. could give two shits about him. Like, honestly, I don't right. care about him. I right. care about you and only you. Right. I didn't lose any sleep over it. <laughs> you did it. You, were, you, were, you were living your life. I was living my best life. I was enjoying it. I was, <laughs> yeah. I'm in love. I was writing. I was working. I just, I, I did laundry. Right. I did dishes. Like nothing affected me and stopped me. But what did was just knowing in the back of my mind, I was like, oh, yeah, Steph and I don't talk like we used to. I know why. And that's okay. Right. Because if he really did love you and cared about you after a while, he would realize like, okay, this girl does need her friends. Her friends do matter. You know what I mean? Right. I would make my way back gradually no matter what. And that's just the thing. If you date me, like you kind of have to date my friends spice like girls yeah <laughs> going back i mean spice girls raised me I like mean, let's be real uh-huh. like i'm such a girl's girl like that's just who i am i love girl bands i love desi's child i love spice girls i love 3lw 3lw oh my god oh my god Do i you love dream dream, dream? dream? Yes. I love Dream. Danny the Kane. Do you got a first aid kit handy? Do you got a note? Okay, we need to stop. No one's going to be mad at us because we just butchered that song. You can't prove what song we just sang at all. Don't come for us. Gen Z's don't know. Some of them probably do, though, because I they have that challenge where they like listen Oh my God, they were trying to listen to the Beatles and they were like, does this song slap or not? And I was like, okay, there's maybe like one Beatles song that I actually would like put on and just like gorge the out. Right. But like, come on, Gen Zers, don't be proud that you don't know music, okay? Edumacate <laughs> yourself. Edumacate. Music is great, okay? Jeez. Okay, well, one last music. question before we wrap up. Who would you be from the cast of Sex in the City? Oh, Samantha. <laughs> like, why is that a question? <laughs> Wait, is that a real question? I feel like everyone just, watching this was like, mm. I feel I, because like because I'm thinking of like friendship. We brought up sex and city, talking about girl power, like yes. you know. So like, it, and I feel like when you think of like girl groups and being together and really like talking about relationship, you think of sex and city. Yeah, and this, I mean, you know, I gave you the compliment where I was like, this podcast is kind of like sex and city for the Gen Zers in a weird <laughs> way. But I feel like okay, so I feel like I'm um, my birth chart of. Sex and the City astrology would be, I'm a Samantha, but I think my moon is in Miranda because, <laughs> listen, hear me out. My moon is in Miranda because 
her and Steve, like you sent, you, yeah. I sent you that article yeah, about yeah, like yeah, the yeah, Vogue, yeah. the only acceptable man to date on right. Sex and City with Steve, because I feel like I tried I to- I do fucks with Steve though, for I, sure. I fuck with Steve so hard. Yeah. Even when he cheated on her in the but first movie, bad. but he didn't cheat on her. You know no, what I mean? Like that yeah. was a different form of things. Not the same cheating as someone else, but sorry, I had to say it. I had to say it. I'm bold. But my moon is in Miranda because <laughs> I feel start like- shit again. I know. I'm sorry. I can't stop. Once I get going. Um, but my moon is in Miranda because I feel like everyone hated on her when she was the show because she literally was what everyone should be. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a great book written by my friend from so the wing, Chelsea. My rising would probably be Carrie. Okay. Because in a weird way, some, because she's a writer and she writes about her, like, right. you know, when I wrote for Frank 151, like I wrote a, like I literally had a series of articles called Carried Away. And oh it was all about, I know, I didn't come up with the title. Um, <laughs> but it was all about like being a modern day young woman on like Tinder and like what it means right. to like, what was the sex in the city now right. if they had like things but like samantha like that's okay. that's my bitch i love <laughs> that's my now girl. i want to think of my moon and right okay so i'm definitely what do you think i am you're definitely a carry definitely 100 oh, thousand percent you yeah. are a carry i think your moon is in charlotte because you sure. do want like a commitment yeah. Yeah. you know what i mean for sure there's a charlotte in there and then i feel like you're rising as samantha because you do like your I'm, I'm a bit of a homeness in there yes i got a little freakiness in right. there but i don't necessarily like I could see maybe your Miranda being in like your like very like career driven. Yes, like your Venus, you know, or like your actually. Can I just be honest? I don't know what these planets actually do or mean, but I'm like, if there's like a pie in percentage, I feel like Venus is like love, sexuality, right? Yeah, I don't fucking know. I mean, makes, maybe your Mars. Check. Oh Jesus, I did that. Okay, wait, sidebar. One of my best friends back home, she was messing around with a dude who literally had the same birth chart as me. So she would be like, why is he doing this? And I'd be like, why would I do that? Like, I was like, <laughs> only because she was like, your guys' co-star is exactly the oh same. Oh my God, that's crazy. I know, but I also like. What's your, okay, what's your actual like. Um, oh, I'm a, okay, so yeah. wait, so let's do this. Hold on one second. You'll Mine is Aquarius out. and my moon arising is Aries, Aries. So Aquarius, Aries, Aries. You memorize this? That's yeah, everyone knows no. their moon and rising. Not my ass. I'm looking it up on CoStar right now. Okay, so your chart. Let's see this. I know that I'm a Scorpio because you know how definitely a baby. Scorpio. I love when people say that. There was one time I went to a party and someone was like, "What are you?" And I was like, "Libra," just to like fuck with them. Right. And they're like, "Oh yeah, I could totally see that." And I was like, "Ha, lies! I'm a Scorpio." And they're like, "A Scorpio would lie about their sign." And I was like, <laughs> "Fucking a! They have an answer for everything." <laughs> okay, so I mean that's just, yeah. It goes Scorpio, Sagittarius, Gemini. Ooh, bitch. <laughs> See what I mean? I don't know what any of this means. I feel like, okay, I feel like, I feel like my Venus is in purple. My anus is in trouble. My like moon is in like the kitchen. Like I don't right. get what any of these fucking shit means, but it's fun. I do it have to say fun. it's fun. Apparently though, that the, makes sense. The big that one literally makes so much sense. It does. It does. Okay. Because Scorpio, it's you're just an all-around Scorpio. Let's be real. Your sexuality, your boldness, your feistiness. And then um, your Sagittarius. I feel like Sagittarius are very, like, friendly. I don't fucking know yeah, that much about I Sagittarius. Heard, apparently, that's, like, a, that's, that's like my dream. That, like, dream. My dream may actually is supposedly a cancer, which what Anthony is. He's a right. cancer. Because, like, we're the same emotional person. But, right. like, we both hide it well, <laughs> uh, which I guess is healthy. Um <laughs> But, like, apparently, like, my ideal, like, friend, a travel companion, that's what I was, was a Sagittarius. Yeah, because Sagittarius are, like, very, and then Gemini are, like, 
Oh, I have too many Geminis in my life. My yeah. dad is one. My best friend is one. Wow. Um, my ex-boyfriend, remember Bobby? Gemini across the board, like sun, moon, and rising. Gemini, Gemini, Gemini. What I do know, though, is that's a lot of voices in his head. <laughs> that's a lot of shit happening at that's once. That's a lot. I was like, the, uh, yeah. The menses, the things happening Jeez. in his head. Okay, well, any last words? Okay, any last words? Well, okay, look. Friends are really important. Like, they really get you through thick and thin. I think friends are sometimes more important than other relationships, including family, because this is a person that you chose to be. You can't right. choose your family. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you're just born with those people. But with your friends, like, these are the people that get you through, like, the hardest shit ever. And what's also beautiful is they're going through it with you. You know right. what I mean? Because you have friends that are, like, either the same age or slightly older or slightly younger. So you're kind of all growing together which is why it's so important. And then as friends, if you are ever in a situation like Steph or a situation like me, you have to be really understanding and sympathetic mm-hmm. and kind right. to each other, you know? Right. Because. And no friendship is perfect. No you know? friendship like, is perfect. Like I think, I, I mean, I still feel like I wish I could have gone back because I'm sometimes not really good at confrontation because Fair. I'm just like, you know what? I want to pick my battles. I just don't, I don't want to deal with this right now. Let me just, like, I'm not good at that. So I think. I should have, for the sake of my relationship, again, whatever things happen, but for the sake of my relationship, I should have shown proof that, like, you weren't a threat to yeah. our relationship. I mean, I should have just told him. I've been like, girl, boy, I don't care. Yeah, but, uh, you know, it's whatever. In your defense, you did defend him through and through on the Sides podcast. Like, I was yeah. coming at you laying some truth, but you did, you did defend your man. Like, and the fact that he can't hear that, that's just because he's too angry in that moment. You know what I mean? And he's too, he's offended. And that's fair. Whatever. All his feelings are valid. Okay, cool. But I was right. But <laughs> is that my Gemini coming through? <laughs> that's a Scorpio that's for my sure. Scorpio coming through. <laughs> so I was right. That's but all of it just coming through. All at once. The <laughs> crescendo of things. Yeah. But like, I, you know, like. I don't even I don't remember my original point because I was right. Um, <laughs> just like that was it. That I was right. But no. But you did defend him. Okay. Like yeah. I don't think you are being hard on yourself because you're such a fair person that you're like, okay, I got to be like, it has to be 50-50. I'm like such a people pleaser. Yes. You know, like you have such a really bold personality that's very cutthroat, and he also has a bold personality that's very cutthroat. And I'm just like, let's just all just let's be all friends. like just be friends. You but know, so. I. I honestly think, though, that you can't let his insecurities get in your head and that he didn't, you didn't, quote, unquote, defend him the way he wouldn't have, but you're also not him. So you have to understand, like, when your partner does things and you're kind of like, well, that's an asshole thing, and then your friend's like, no, that's actually really sweet. It's just that's not the script in your head. So he saw you defending him in a completely different light, but you did defend him. You defended him the way Stephanie would defend him. Right, right. Like I'm, I'm just not the, per- I'm just not that person to be like, okay, bye, Rose. Yeah, cut you off. Like I'm just not, I'm just not that friend. Like, no, you're not. Even if you did, I'd be like, okay, this isn't you. So yeah. like, you figure out what that is and then come back with me. But I love you, bitch. Okay, bye. You're like, we're not. This is not done. Yeah, but we're we'll not let you done. Figure this out. This is a zombie. Like you'll be back from the dead in a minute. But like, you know, it's I'll I'll be there you know and so it's that's what happens though is you can't what you think is going on in your head is actually not always reality you know what I mean you are not your thoughts mm. 
And so when he's like, oh, you didn't defend me. It's like, no, I just didn't defend you the way you thought I should. But I mean, anyone who listens to that podcast is like, girl, you defended him a little too much on the sides. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like that was just something because you you loved him. Even in that moment, you know, you guys had broken up and everything, but you knew that's what the feeling you were fighting. Right. I think also at that moment, I was like, we were, we didn't say I love you yet or anything. We didn't even like really make it official. It was just like, we just really, you could tell like we started, our feelings were starting to grow stronger. And I'm someone who like, I'm as open and I wear my heart on the sleeve. I'm actually, when I start dating someone, it's very difficult for me to like say how I feel. Yep. So I think in that moment, I wasn't about to be like, I really care for him. I love him. Like, cause, like even though deep down that's what I was saying. So I was just kind of like, well, you know, he was going to get me thigh iron boots. Yeah, <laughs> like, but that's what you were fighting in that ep- podcast. Right. You know what I mean? Even in the intervention one, you could still hear you fighting and like slow, low key, like, you didn't really defend him wholeheartedly in that one, but there were <laughs> moments that you did defend him. There were moments yeah. you were like, okay, let's I owned up my side. shit. Yeah. You opened up your shit. You were like, this is what I'm doing wrong. But you know, that's like, that's what happens in relationships, you know, especially hindsight is 2020. So now you look back and you're like, he didn't fucking do shit and he didn't collaborate. And as your homies, we were like, yeah, but we also needed you to see that because no one is going to convince you of anything except yourself. Right. But just stick, you know what I mean? Like stick yeah. it out. And that's the fun part, though, sometimes is like helping in a weird, gross way. When I say fun, I don't mean like, yay, but like (laughs) it's a fun thing in your friendship to help a friend through a breakup. Yeah, it actually makes a friendship even stronger. Stronger. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we're stronger friends now. I honestly believe. Yeah. Because I feel like, you know, before like, yeah, we're having fun together, but we didn't go through anything yet. It was still kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we went through this. Yeah, it tests things. Because obviously it tested my relationship with him and it tested my relationship with you. And here look, I am. Look who lasted. So. I know. I'm not going anywhere. Even if this was to happen again, I'd be like, I know how to assess the situation. You know what I mean? I know where all the fire exits are. I got my earthquake kit. But like, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be good. But you know, I just, I just never really was. I'm always going to root for you. I'm always going to be on your side. Yeah. Thank you. I know. I feel like it's so intimidating for like any dude that comes in my life again. Because all my friends are going to be like. It's like it's it's, it's like worse. It's like worse than like meeting the parents. Like my parents would be like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But like to meet my friends, yeah. But here's the I thought that until I realized that like all my friends, I think they kind of like Anthony more than me. Sometimes yeah. I feel like that though, because yeah, like yeah. literally I was just that's how I with felt with my ex boyfriend, not Morgan, but my but ex, first, yeah, ex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like yeah, I'm just kind of like, oh, okay, you guys like him too. But yeah. like that's also a fun. That's like I'm not complaining about that. I at guess all. it should be easy. Like once you know, like a good dude comes along and they really vibe with my friends. Like oh, he didn't vibe with all of them. But don't worry, those friends I didn't vibe with them either. You don't need to talk about that. (laughs) There's just like one friend in particular that just had issues, not issues, but like she was just like weird about me and his relationship. And I was like, "Mm, Oh, your friends. Yeah. My, Oh, I thought it was like, was my, any of my friends rude to you? No. Oh my God. No. I love all your friends. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Rachel, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) What if that's how me and her communicate is just through this podcast. We never meet. She's been on the show and said like, I love Rose. I know. And I was like, when I heard that, I was like rewinded and I was like, Rachel, like, I was like, yes, because the baggage episode, that was, I mean, I feel like everyone fell yeah. in love with her in that episode in particular, because I was like, ooh, girl, I was, oh. She's just yeah. so, so that, I just, I love her. I love her so much. Like, she's just so sweet. She's so kind-hearted. Yeah. And I just, like, honestly, I the thing I loved more was listening to her just listen to you. Yeah. I know that's a weird concept, but she was like. Mm. She was so calm. She was so calm, and so, like, she's just, like, 
I could listen to her read the phone book. <laughs> or if, oh God, Rachel. I, okay, Rachel, I'm talking to you, babe. Hey, hey girl. Um, could you read random Instagram captions, record it, and send it to me? That's going to be my SMR. You should do it too, because you have like a great SMR voice. S-A-M, whatever it's I called. I don't know, initials. I, I'm dyslexic. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds things. I know. Okay, I feel, we, we need to wrap this one. up. Okay, bye. I know, we can talk for, we're doing another episode after this, so it's cool. Anyways. Plug yourself, bitch. Oh, my, hi. My name is Rose McAleese. I'm at Rose underscore Etta Stone. You can find me at the new blog on the block.com. I haven't written for a minute, but I'm back in journalism, so you Yay. can find me. But yeah, it's just Rose underscore Etta with two T's, Stone. And then follow me, Stephanie Megan, or go to brocotherapy.com. All that shit is there. Because therapy is too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, bye. Broke girl therapy. Broke girl therapy. Broke girl therapy. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.